Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode seven of Believe Like a Boss, the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. We are now up to 250 podcast downloads, which is amazing. I'm so grateful. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, if you find it valuable, I would love if you would go and rate and review this podcast so that more people can find this value, can enjoy it as much as you do. Again, I thank you so much in advance for being a part of this journey with me. Today for episode seven, we are talking about boundaries. So this has been coming up a lot with the women that I've been talking to because the women that I work with are in the midst of an up level, right? We are in the midst of up leveling them into the 2.0 version of them, we like to say. Right, so they are in a place of of shaking some limiting thoughts, of noticing their blind spots, of being willing to sit with the discomfort of change, right? Of shifting, of seeing yourself in a new way, right? I always say that if you want new results, you have to think new thoughts, right? You have to be a new person essentially if you want to create a new result. And so it can be uncomfortable. And part of that discomfort sometimes is that we can lose some friends along the way. It just it can be part of the process, right? When we start to think in different ways and shift the way that we show up in the world, right? It may challenge some of the relationships that we have in our lives. And some of the women that I'm talking to, this is exactly what's happening. And so they're having to set boundaries and they're having to, you know, either naturally allow the relationship to shift or move or having to set boundaries and so I wanted to talk today about some of my thoughts around boundaries Um, so what I want to offer with this is just take what speaks to you leave the rest but I hope that this serves you so the first thing when we think about setting boundaries what I love to think is that I teach people how to treat me right we teach people how to treat us so if someone does something that is what i perceive to be disrespectful to me it is an opportunity for me to speak up that is not to say it's an opportunity to be rude or disrespectful or tell someone about themselves it's an opportunity to let them know how that impacted me right? They can't read my mind. And I think that it's so funny because sometimes we forget that we are not mind readers, but something that someone says can impact us. And unless we tell them, right, sometimes they don't know. And we know the difference, right, between when someone is being vindictive, right, and when someone isn't. And you know what? Honestly, sometimes we don't. Right. And so I always like to err on the side of I'm not going to make the assumption, right? I'm going to clear my conscious. And if someone says something or does something that makes me feel a certain way, it's an opportunity for me to speak up, right? And so my next thought on it is it's not that we need to act, it's not that we need to say, hey, you have to act like X to be in my life. No, no, no. It's not behave this way, right? That's control. When we start to tell people how to behave, that is control. What we want to do is open up that door. Hey, this impacts me in this way. I think what we forget is that it's our thoughts about what that person did that made us feel that way, right? It's not what that person did. It's our thoughts about what they did, right? So to to give you a little bit of an example of that, Target, Tyler and I were at Target and there were a couple of guys in line in front of us and they were like just laughing, having a good old time. And I wasn't listening to the conversation at the time, but then I come up and um, ask the guy, oh, how, how are you? How's your day going? He's like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm excited to go across the street and get drunk, you know, go to have some drinks. Right. And 
my response, I for those of you who love gifts, I love the Homer Simpson gift where he like shrinks back into the hedges behind him, right? That was kind of how my energy felt. It like just recessed. It was just like I felt his for me what I perceived to be negative energy, and it just recessed. And I was like, oh no, that does not feel good, right? That was how I perceived it. It was my thought about how his energy was, right? My thought about his words and how he was carrying himself, right? And so then afterwards, Tyler was like, actually, it's funny, he said the same thing to the guys before us. And so I just had the thought, I was like, isn't it interesting that the guys in front of us were just like, thought that was hilarious. They were just laughing about like going out and having fun, right? But I had a completely different experience. It was my thoughts about his words that made me feel that way. It wasn't him, right? And so that's not a time where I'm going to go ahead and set a boundary, but I want to just put it into perspective that when you are engaging with someone, maybe it's a loved one, maybe it's a partner, where they say something or they do something that rubs you the wrong way, that makes you uncomfortable, that makes you question something, right? I I offer that it would be so great if you could speak up and let them know, hey, that that bothered me, even if it's simple, even if it's really little. Right? Tyler entered the bathroom this morning and I had the lights um, I had them turn on and I'm on and they're, they're really bright. So for those of you who are just tuning in, we just bought a house recently. We're really excited, but there's still some things we want to change. And so I want to change the light bulbs because they're super bright. <laughs> we, we love warm light in our home, dim, warm light. We love candles. And so I actually had had the lights on and he comes in the bathroom and he turns the lights off. <laughs> I was like, um, hello. Right. For me, it felt disrespectful. I was in the room. You entered it. Right. I was in the space first and then you decided to change the environment without consulting me first. So for me, it felt like a boundary was had been crossed. Right. And so I didn't have to react. I didn't have to get angry. Right. I, when that happens, we're making an assumption. Right. We assume that that person intended to do that to us. Can we remove that? Can we just stop making assumptions? Please. That'll make you feel so much better if we could just stop assuming that people are doing things because they want to get you because they're feeling spiteful because they just woke up and felt like, you know what, I'm going to get her today. No, no, I could have assumed that, but I didn't, right? I let him do what he needed to do in the bathroom, and as he was heading, I was like, hey, you know what, next time could you just ask me about the lights? And he's like, oh, I didn't even think that was a thing, right? He didn't even think about it. He really didn't. But for me, it felt like a boundary had been crossed. You disrespected my space. Right. And maybe I was being sensitive, but regardless, he would not have known how to not say anything. And how many times have we allowed just something little like that to go? And then we're like, oh, they did that on purpose. Oh, they trying to mess up my day. Right. And it snowballs. Right. And then all of a sudden you like blow up on that person halfway through the day and they're like, what in the world? We're just having lunch. I just asked you if you wanted extra sauce. Right. And you like blew up on them and they have no idea why you're upset. Right. And you just and that's when confirmation bias comes in. Then you find all the reason as to why, of course, they're coming after you. Stop making assumptions, my friends. Please, 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 please stop. Right. It's an opportunity for you to have a conversation. When I was talking to a client recently, we talked about it as being lovingly unapologetic. Do not get this confused with being rude. This is not about being rude. I think often when uh, my fiance and I were talking about this, 
people hear being direct and they hear being rude at the same time. So I don't want you to hear being lovingly unapologetic as like a pretty frou-frou way of saying like being direct and being rude, right? Just telling people like it is. That's not it. So a couple days ago, my father and I were on the phone and I was getting really jazzed about my, my company. And he was upset because, so my name is Nandi, my middle name is Camille, and I use that as my business name, Nandi Camille, because my last name is Fambro, my birth last name, my new last name will be Schlosser, it's German, right? And so with me changing my last name soon, I was like, you know what, let me, when I started my business, I was like, let me just do my first and middle name, that way when I change it, I'm sure my women understand. We have to do a lot, y'all, to do the name change. There's a lot that's involved. So I did my first and my middle name. And so he was upset. Just as a father, he's proud of our last name. Like, why don't you use it? And so I went in and I was explaining to him all the reasons why, like I just told you, but with far more detail. Right. And so I'm telling him why. And he (laughs) I guess it was too much. And he essentially told me that I needed to calm down. You need to calm down. Right. And again, for me, it felt like it crossed a boundary. You expressed your frustration with the last name. I expressed my reason for it. And your rebuttal for that was I needed to calm down. I, for me, it just didn't feel right, right? So you guys can have whatever opinion you want to about it. For me, it crossed a boundary. But instead of being like, nah, I need to calm down, right? We don't need to give into that emotion. That's not what we're going for. Again, lovingly unapologetic. We're not being rude. That's not, we're not trying to feel the fire, my friend, right? Instead, I said, dad, I'm excited about what I'm doing. I'm really excited about my business. I'm excited that I'm getting married. I'm excited that my name is changing, right? I'm excited about all of these things, right? So instead of being like, no, 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 don't tell me that, right? I just stood in my truth. And when I say I stood in my truth, I stood in in my value and I value myself, right? I, I value the work that I do in the world. I value my business name, right? And so I just said, I'm excited about it. And it totally diffused it, totally diffused it after that, right? So setting a boundary does not need to be this mean, heavy, scary thing, right? I think we're also really afraid of it being right. Like it has to be, quote, right. It has to be perfect. My delivery has to be perfect. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to say the wrong thing, right? I just want you to go out there and lovingly say it, right? As best as you can, as best as you can, right? So when we're having these conversations, and I feel like this is a whole other podcast, and I'm going to do a class on this, having tough conversations, right? Remember to have this space, to hear why they might be thinking that, right? So going back to my dad example, of course he was feeling some type of way about me not using my last name, right? He might have been thinking she's ashamed of our last name. She's ashamed of who she is. As a father, I can understand how that might be hurtful. Again, I don't know. I'm not going to make that assumption, but it did allow me to see a possible other side, right? We're going to come back to this having tough conversations a whole other podcast, but When it comes to setting boundaries, that is so important to leave room for the other person, right? We all have very basic needs to be seen, heard, loved, understood. That's it, right? And if we can understand that at the basic level, we can be lovingly, truly lovingly unapologetic when we set those boundaries, right? And I just want to add that when we lovingly set those boundaries, say it didn't diffuse it when I was like, dad, I'm just, I'm really excited about what I'm doing. 
I don't be afraid to excuse yourself. You're allowed to excuse yourself. Right? And that doesn't mean forever. Maybe it's just for a season. And that's okay too. Regardless if it's for a season or if it's for forever, you're allowed to excuse yourself. Right? And you're allowed to do so simply because you want to. Right? That's allowed. If someone is being rude or belligerent when you go to a concert, to like a theater event, right? What happens? They're escorted out. <laughs> right? Or if you go to something, I've walked out of a movie before where I'm just like, this is, uh, no, mm -mm, this is not it, right? I excused myself. So don't be afraid to excuse yourself. That's okay, right? You're allowed to want what you want. I just hope you like your reason. You're allowed to want what you want. I just hope that you like your reason, right? That's what being in alignment is. That's what being authentic is. Right? You understanding your values right? and backing them up. And you know when it's coming from an authentic place and when it's not. You sense it in your body when you're in flow, right? when you're in that space, when, when you have those relationships in your life that, that are nurturing, that you feel poured into, that feel good, right? We were talking in, in Wednesday Coffee in our group, right? Does the relationship invigorate you or does it drain you? How does it feel? You know in your body, Right? So you know when those boundaries have been crossed. It's an opportunity. Right? It doesn't mean we have to fight. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. Right? It's an opportunity for a conversation. And when we can allow the space for another perspective, right? allow the space and the grace for another perspective, having the grace for them to have a perspective that is different than yours, oh my goodness, just like, oh, there's space for forgiveness there. There's space for love there. There's space for you to, as we talk about, and we will go into further being like angry or upset or frustrated or confused, right? You can have that emotion and not yell. You can have that emotion without blowing up on somebody. You can have that emotion and still very thoughtfully articulate what you need to say. You can have that emotion and still maintain a relationship. Right? It doesn't mean that it has to be this big dramatic thing. So so just watch, right? Watch your thoughts. Watch what you're thinking about it. Are you allowing space for them to talk? Remember that we teach people how to treat us. All right, my friends. I hope that you notice the way that you're allowing people to treat you. Notice if you're people pleasing, right? Notice if you can create space. To be angry without yelling, right? We can set a boundary with love. Can you be lovingly unapologetic this week? I hope you can. I'll see you next week. Hey friend, if you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would subscribe, if you would like, if you would share, leave a comment, tell me your thoughts, let your friends know, and come and join our group, Believe Like a Boss, the Facebook community, where you can get support and encouragement along your goals and your journey. I'll see you soon.